0: Welcome to our podcast. I'm Pastor Mark Voss. So, are you enjoying a little rest and relaxation this summer? What a blessing to take a little break from life's hectic pace and enjoy some rest. Jesus talks to us about rest in our sermon text today. He leads us to see and to appreciate the truth that sinners like us find real and everlasting rest in Christ our Savior. Our sermon today is based on Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 30. Our message is entitled, The Christian Finds Rest in Jesus. May God bless you as you hear and take to heart the truths of his holy word. This morning's gospel reading and the words of our sermon text today, Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 30, us. At that time, Jesus continued, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hidden these things from clever and learned people and have revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, because this was pleasing to you. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son wants to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The Gospel of our Lord. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. My dear family in Christ, what does it mean to be a Christian? I suspect that if you ask five people that question, you may very well get five different answers. But it seems to me that a lot of people in our world today would define a Christian by the way in which a person lives his or her life. They would say that being a Christian means that you try to do the right things and that you try not to do the wrong things. They would say, well, being a Christian means that you're a person who goes to church each Sunday. Being a Christian means that you're a person who tries to watch their language, who doesn't tell lies. Being a Christian means that you don't do immoral things. Many people would define Christianity primarily being about doing the right things and acting the right way. That presents a problem. Because you see that epic struggle that you heard the Apostle Paul speaking about in our reading from Romans chapter 7? we're embroiled in that very same struggle. Paul said, I fail to do the good I want to do. Instead, the evil I do not want to do, this is what I keep doing. And it led him to this conclusion, what a wretched man I am. If Christianity is defined by a person who does the right things, We're in trouble. Because, see, we know what we're supposed to do. Sometimes, then, we find ourselves getting into this cycle of trying harder. We get serious about it. I'm going to live God's way. I'm going to get it right. And we do for a few minutes. But before long, we find ourselves right back at that place where we are doing the things that we do not want to do. And we fail. And there's this little voice inside of us that says, am I really the Christian that I claim to be? And we come to the conclusion that there is something that is fundamentally wrong with us. We are broken. We just can't do it. We can't toe the line. We can't seem to pull our own weight. Dear friend, The Lord Jesus steps into that very struggle today in these words of our text. He helps us understand what it means to be a Christian when he says, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. What is a Christian? A Christian is someone who finds their rest in Jesus. Jesus talks in our text about a yoke. Back in biblical times, of course, a, a yoke was a heavy piece of wood that was tethered to the shoulders of a team of oxen to keep them together, to keep them pulling whatever a farmer back then wanted pulled or doing whatever that farmer wanted done. And so when, when people back in Jesus' day heard the word yoke, they thought of something heavy, of a, of a burden you had to bear. And, of course, it's also true that back in Jesus' day, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law had come up with all kinds of man-made rules and laws that they had added to God's law, the law of Moses. And they told people that they needed to try to keep that law to earn God's favor. You know what Jesus said about that? In Matthew chapter 23, Jesus said this, They, the Pharisees and experts in the law, tie up heavy loads, burdens that are hard to carry, and place them on people's shoulders. Like that yoke on the shoulders of oxen. Think about that like this. Suppose it's a warm day and you're out in the yard doing a a lot of landscape work. You've got a great big wheelbarrow. And you're putting all kinds of dirt and large rocks and boulders into that wheelbarrow. It doesn't take very long for that wheelbarrow to get very heavy. You might say that every time that we sin in life, we add another shovelful to that load in the wheelbarrow. You think something awful about someone else. You lash out at someone in a fit of rage, saying some really hurtful things. You get lazy in your marriage, failing to show honor and love and respect to your spouse. You break a promise that you made to someone. You tell a lie. By the end of the week, that sin load weighs a ton, doesn't it? And again, you keep adding weight to it every time that you sin. Now imagine that wherever you go, You have to take that wheelbarrow with you. You have to push it. You you head back home after church, you've got to take the wheelbarrow with you. You go to the store, you've got to take the wheelbarrow with you. You head to the office, you've got to push that heavy wheelbarrow with you. You take it around every moment of every day, everywhere you go, never being able to set it down and get a moment's rest. It's stuck to you. It's crushing you. It's killing you. And you're helpless to do anything about it. Weary and burdened. So, what's a sinner to do about that? That's what Jesus is talking about in our text. Come to me, Jesus says, to sinners who are working feverishly to try to get right with God. Come to me, Jesus says, to those people who are are frustrated by their failed attempts to be good enough to be considered a real Christian. Come to me, Jesus says, to a world of sinners who are bearing the burden of the heavy demands of that yoke that is called the law of God. Now you're starting to see what Jesus had in mind when he invited, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Because Jesus emptied that load from your wheelbarrow. Jesus took that heavy load of guilt and sin and shame and put it on himself. And he went to the cross, took it all there, paid for it in full, and took that burden and guilt away once and for all. Wait a minute, though, as you keep going through this text, you come to find that Jesus tells us to take his yoke upon us. Wouldn't that just be trading one yoke, one burden for another one? What is this yoke that Jesus has that he invites us to take upon ourselves? The yoke of Jesus is your life of discipleship in his kingdom, it's your joyful following the Savior who loves you so much, it's the gospel. It's being freed from the law and its crushing demands and instead being joined, tethered, yoked to Christ. God's lavish grace has freed us from our sins, freed us from the burden of carrying our own sin, and has put Christ, our substitute, in our place. God's grace has connected us to Jesus. We learn from him that his yoke is easy, that he is gentle and humble of heart. So as we walk through life, graciously tethered to Christ, yoked to Jesus, we learn how he loves sinners, how he has washed us clean from all of our sin and wraps us up in his perfect forgiveness and his loving acceptance. I will give you rest, Jesus says. Rest for your soul. Friend, that rest that Jesus gives to you is forgiveness for all of your sin. And the security and the peace that comes from knowing that you are eternally saved in Christ. Jesus isn't giving you a list of all the things you have to do if you want to be a real Christian. He is telling you that it's all been done. The burden, the yoke, the work, it's all been done for us by Christ. He put the law's, the, the laws yoke on himself and carried it for us. He put the cross on his shoulders and suffered and died in our place. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, he says. Friend, that isn't a heavy burden. That's the gospel. And by means of that saving gospel, the Holy Spirit has yoked you to Christ, joined you to Christ. He called you by the gospel and drew you to faith in Jesus, and he takes you by the hand, and he shows you the way to be saved, not through your work, not through your efforts, not through what you drag around on your own, but through faith in Christ, your Savior. And that changes the way that we live yoked to Jesus, joined to Christ, God's commandments are no longer a heavy burden that we have to bear. Instead, we view God's will as opportunities to show him our love, our thanks, our appreciation, and our praise and our honor for having saved us in Christ. We don't live our lives in Christ doing good things to try to get saved. We live our lives in Christ doing good things to thank God because we are saved in Christ. You know, that's why we come here week after week. The truth of the matter is, of course, that we do know Christ thanks to God's love. We know the gospel, we know what Jesus has done. But it is so terribly easy to slide back into this way of thinking that it all depends on us and how hard we try and how well we do. I need to be reminded week after week, and I guess you do too, we are loved, we are forgiven, we are saved in Christ. It's not because of anything you ever have done or could do or will do. It's because you're one of God's own people. He marked you with water and word at your baptism. He claimed you for himself. He yoked you to Christ. You are loved and forgiven and saved, not because you try harder than most, not because you get it right in life, not even because someday you might possibly get it right, but because Jesus has done it right for you. He lived your life. He died your death. He conquered your grave. It's finished. It is that good news that brings rest to the sin-weary, sin-burdened soul. What does it mean to be a Christian? It means understanding by the Spirit's blessing that God has graciously joined you to Christ. He has brought you to faith to trust Jesus and him alone for your salvation. Today, Jesus calls on you to put that wheelbarrow down and to put your heart at rest. Just cling to Christ Live in the joyful freedom that he gives. Love in response to his love. In Jesus, a Christian finds rest from his burdens, rest from his battles, rest from his guilt, and rest forever in heaven. Brothers and sisters, find your rest for now and forever in Jesus, your Savior. Amen.